0: No. Hello, everyone. We? Stop counting. We're fine now. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to yeah. uh, Dice and Pixels, season three, episode three.
1: Yes, the review episode. The review- <laughs> we totally always do reviews.
0: I was actually thinking, you know what we should do? We should do reviews. Um, we should do an intro that's like, okay, you you'll know what I'm talking about. I'm sure of it. You know how a lot of shows nowadays have what I call the supernatural intro. The Supernatural uh, intro oh, is yeah, yeah, innocent yeah. people going along doing innocent things. It's all fine. And then suddenly, spoof, dead. And like a limb or an arm will fall. And then the credits will start. We should... Um, what? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. and they yeah. do it in a lot of shows now. Yeah, actually, I haven't watched Supernatural in ages. Yeah, they, s- a- they started it. That show's still good. Ah, oh, that's right. There's um, the new series ended in like... I think. I know. Uh, so that means we're good. That uh, means we're another. Oh god, like another six months. You're so, still Sam. Be, that's, that's You're start, still man. Sam. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, I'm, I want so to start what are we off, I, doing? I want to start off really quickly just by telling you a tiny little story about what happened to me this week. And OK, so, in front of my house, there's this hole. OK? It was here when we bought the land, it was here when we moved in. And it's not a small hole. It's about two meters wide, one and a half meters in length and about a meter deep. It's a big fucking hole, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Language warning, listeners. Um, so anyway, th- this this hole has been there. And we always just... It was at the bottom right of our yard. And we've got an acreage. So it sits down there and we just try not to go near it. And the grass grows long and it's on council land. So it, you know, comes up to like waist high. And then I'll go and slash it for a while. Um, we've complained yeah. a few times to the council in Unity Water. Council says, oh, that's not us. That's something Unity Water did. And Unity Water say, oh, that's on council land. We can't do anything about it. So, this has been going on for ages, right? Now, we've always assumed that the water meter for our house was in the bottom of this hole. So, the other day, I got the slasher and I destroyed the hole. I ripped everything out, basically, back to dirt and rock, right?
1: Would you yeah, like yeah. to
0: know what is in that hole?
1: Um, A kangaroo. Close. Nothing.
0: There's nothing in the hole. It's just a hole.
1: Why didn't you just fill it in?
0: Well, I'm not allowed to because I've been told if I fill it in, I can get fined for it. I'm like, why? Oh. It's a hole. There's nothing in it. It was full of junk. Like the council has thrown crap in there. <laughs> so that's my whole story. How's your week? Any holes?
1: Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, my, uh, uh, I've suddenly got a lot more free time on weekends and stuff that um, I wasn't expecting to have. Well, which that's is good, awesome. though. That's good though. More, it is really more good. Gaming time. We
0: need to. We need to start playing through
1: Tales from the Loop.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I was rapidly running out of time, so now I have a lot more time. That's great. Um, yeah, it is, and um, like one of the things that I've been working on now is we're going to start running monthly games for uh, for DBG. That's awesome. Some paid though. events. Start getting some uh, cash into uh, original content creators' hands, which is going to um, be good. So, good for the content creators,
0: mm-hmm. good for the community, because there's regular games going on and they're in damn fine places.
1: Exactly. And there's currently on uh, the Dutch Potato uh, group page, I don't know if you've seen it yet, but there's a poll uh, where people can add a pitch for their campaign for the okay. day. I just have to say, I have seen it,
0: but I've avoided yeah. it because you know what happens when I go near polls. No, man, do
1: it. No. If you go on there, I if you go will on there the and poll. you put on. No, have you seen what's on there now? No, but I look. will ruin it. Se- yeah, no, seriously, go and have a look. Like, the idea is that people are just coming up with, like, funky ideas for, like, a one-day campaign. Um, or at least the first part of a campaign. And uh, people are just voting on what sounds the most fun. Um, so, there's some pretty good ones on there. No? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Half a dozen up there. I'll tell you what. I will pitch a
0: campaign because I have actually been writing a campaign in the background. I'll need your help to mm-hmm. turn it into a campaign. I've been writing a story that a campaign can be based around. Um, yeah. So... I'll do that later But Oh okay Each Oh okay Yeah there's a few here Now yeah No you don't No you don't want me to Add a <laughs> list Yeah It's gonna be terrible man Well that's good Yeah You have more time Let's dive into the news um, mm-hmm. Yeah we should get the, 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 the remix Of the ABC news That Pendulum did
1: To put in the background Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah okay. do that Do
0: that Done yeah, yeah. We have it going uh, Okay You go cool. first You can go first
1: So, first one right off the bat. Um, So, um, there's been a little bit of chatter about uh, people wanting to add uh, some e-sports gaming to the Olympics, right? So, for the Paris 2024 Summer Olympic Games, they were trying to look at maybe getting an e-sports tournament going on as part of the games. Really? Right? Yeah. And um, so, the president of the IOC, Thomas Bach, um, I think a little bit insultingly, has basically knocked it back. And he's done it in a really condescending way. Um and he's basically said, oh well, we might look at it if you're playing FIFA or like NBA 2K. But no violent video games. Because violent video games don't mesh with the I with the Olympic uh with the Olympic spirit. Okay. I- did he see
0: the last Olympic Games? <laughs> yeah. Did he read the newspapers
1: uh, about what happened near the Olympic and, Village? Or... Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I quote, uh, he said that gaming is a successful industry, but is not yet really established in an organizational way. Are you fucking kidding? Okay. I the League of Legends now routinely gives away literally millions of dollars. To their, to, their, to their players. Well, isn't... Most the... athletes have to work full-time fucking jobs because they can't afford to devote themselves 100% being athletes. Isn't, like, the national sport of the majority of
0: Southeast Asian countries StarCraft? Yeah. It's a yeah. huge industry. This guy doesn't know what yeah. he's talking about. Now, okay. Well, I, I kind yeah. of... I don't think it should be in the Olympics. I don't know why. I just don't think it's... That's what it's no. for. But it's it's a legitimate sport, so he can shove I it. it. I think... I think it's exposure. Yeah, I think it's it. getting... The, the more exposure, the better. Well, he can go and get his own exposure then. With playing mm. FIFA, which is really fun. You really? know what we should do one episode? You and I should both each play and review a sports game that we know nothing about the sport. Let's, oh, let's do that. <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds amazing. Because <laughs> we can judge then if the games are actually fun... Or they're, they're basically designed for people who play the sport to be able to pretend they're playing the sport, or, you know, mm. instead of actually playing the sport. Okay, my news, my first bit of news. Uh, uh, I'll go with the gaming related news first. Um, Steam World mm. Dig 2 is coming out September 21st. I've been waiting for this because I really liked the first one. It's a. Mm. I'm nearly going to say it's a pointless game, but it's a, the great. It, it's an amazingly fun pointless game. I really, really loved it. And it's very pretty. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Comes out on Switch, uh September twenty-one, and I think it comes out on Steam and a few other platforms soon after that. Nice,
1: nice. Your turn. Uh uh, my turn. Um, well, um <sighs> you've got no news, have you? You've got nothing. I don't have a huge amount of news, no. Um Look, uh, what's, oh, well, what's okay, Lou look Diamond at- Phillips up to? Is he doing anything interesting right now? Oh, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I bet you any money he's starring in a film, <laughs> right? Like this year. There's always guaranteed. Let's have a look. What are you doing, Lou? What are you doing? How's Lou going? Lou has 132 movies that he's been in. That's, I think that's more than what we spoke about him a few months <laughs> ago. <laughs> you no, know, he hasn't been in one. <laughs> he's... He did, uh, twelve, okay. twelve in two thousand seventeen.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> he's beating his um. So he's in he... six rounds of Chloe Training Day, The Ranch. Oh no, they're not movies. Some of these TV shows, Cop and a Half. Yeah, but he and has a half. to <laughs> half those quests. And the <laughs> Tower of Surfing, Loca, Urban Country, and Created Equal.
1: What are they? I don't know. Are they movies? It doesn't matter. He's the most prolific actor of our time. Oh, urban country. A young girl decides to move to her mother's ranch in a small town after getting herself into trouble with her friends. Oh, you don't know. That sounds awful. Hey, it could be-
0: No, it could be like a From Dusk Till Dawn Tarantino style thing. Halfway through,
1: suddenly, bam, zombies. (laughs) Something Uh, like that. Who knows? Um, I don't think it is. He's got to be one of the hardest working actors He's got in- to be one of the hardest working people Hollywood? in the world. Are these shithouse <laughs> movies, are they done in Hollywood? Are these Hollywood movies? No, they're all done in Vancouver. <laughs>
0: they can't afford to film them in LA. <laughs> Probably, I'm not actually insulting yeah. Vancouver. It's just, it's just like it's the LA for the shows that can't quite afford to film in <laughs> LA. Yeah. Um, Interesting side note before I get on to my next news. Did you know that they originally intended to film The Matrix in Brisbane, but they didn't because it was too clean? So they moved it to Sydney. <laughs> um, okay, uh, next one up. Not really gaming related, but it's in our world. Um, I don't know if you read this. T- Terry Pratchett, after, after he died, he ordered all of his unfinished works to be steamrolled. All the hard drives containing his unfinished... Really stuff yeah he ordered them to be destroyed by Steamroller. he he suffered from i am th- not sure it was Alzheimer's or or dementia in his later age. he'd started to go a bit interesting but but I like that I like that
1: style yeah run over everything with mm. the steamroller. no one can have it your turn Oh well, well, a little bit of news that has nothing to do with anyone else but is awesome for us is that later on in uh, September we're going to see Lords and Ladies at theater which yes, is a Terry Pratchett book for those who don't know. Oh, Segway. Um, nice, I like. Should be
0: fun. And should be fun. In October, apparently, we're going to the EB Expo,
1: and I forgot to buy tickets. <laughs> oh, I, I totally forgot about that. Whoopsie. we have time in October? I don't know. We'll work it out. Oh, we've always got time. Um, You've got plenty of time now. Yeah, the, um, the list of best-selling games for this week is very uninteresting. Well, uh. that's, that's great news. <laughs> well, is FIFA... Okay. Up- yeah, uh, I don't think- No, FIFA's not. F1, 2017, what's that, a car game? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Madden's on there. Madden, NFL, 18. 18. Shh, um, quiet. Un- Unchart- Uncharted The Lost Legacy, unsurprisingly, ah. is number one. Uh, I'm going to check that out. Uh, Hopefully, for next uh, week's show. Crash Bandicoot's still up there. Grand Theft Auto- Five is still up there. Yeah, How? that game, it's because
0: there's, there's mods and online players. This game is berserk. It's it's the Skyrim of the violence. This is the carjacking top. But this, is, this
1: is the best selling. Mm-hmm. That's what so am Apparently, lots is of that people that, there. That don't have it yet, which is surprising. I, Ghost, Ghost Recon Wildlands, which I have actually heard really like amazing things about. I'm gonna say meh until I play it. Yeah, I've never, I, I've never really been into Ghost Recon games,
0: but... They're not quite COD territory for me. Actually, they're not even close, but they're still... You've kind of got to come up with another idea now. There's only so many times you can, like, whack Tom Clancy's mm. name on a game and, you know...
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, what else are Ubisoft going to do? they <laughs> be, got to let them do something. Coming in December 2017, yeah? Tom Clancy's Chess. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes, I, would I still remember out of that. I still remember back in the days when I had a Pentium ninety. Um, You're old, uh, and I, I'm old. We're both yeah, old. No. We
0: should be ashamed.
1: And I, I was really excited because I went and bought Battle Chess. I owned Battle um, Chess. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, however, um, there was an issue with it in that, oh, let me think, it, you had to have a certain amount of conventional memory and that was how I learned to edit my autoexec.bat and config.sys file in order to boot and reallocate some extra memory to conventional memory. Do you remember yep. the shit we had to go through to play Oh yeah, games? I remember <laughs> using, what was it? You'd use MemMaker
0: first and if MemMaker didn't yes. work, you'd use, there was another one that was like, like way better
1: and it could get you like nearly like, 595k of conventional memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Because I think this one from memory needed like 640, which was freaking high. Um, That's and like then the maximum I, I, you can have. And Yeah, but I, I remember buying it because I bought it from a place down in, uh, in Aspley on Gibby Road, right? It was a game shop in there, I think. Oh, shit, if it was. I uh, bought a game there. Um, and I remember I took it home and literally spent days trying to make this damn thing See, work. This and is eventually why got it to this work. This is the age and of computers I, that was really rewarding because you bought a game and you had to work to play that yeah. game. And then, But then I finally got it working and I'm like, yay, battle chess. And then I played it. I'm like, this is crap. And then <laughs> I took it back to the game shop and I went, this is a terrible game. And the guy, like, I wasn't expecting him to give him my money back or anything. He goes- yeah I'm sorry. and they gave me my money back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been on a five and a quarter inch floppy too can I, can I, can I um can I just say some things yeah, here I before so, I get yeah. to my, my last news item? say some things here that are going to bring back memories for you so okay, so so emm 386exe <laughs> um, uh, the Standard other one memory. the other one that I was remembering that wasn't memmaker megmaker um QEMM, which was like the ultra mem maker. Um, and, yeah, then f- and then, and I... then, finally, finally, the file that everyone had problems with, highmem.sys. That's oh, how nerdy I am. Yeah. I remember these files. I, I remember so them as time. well. That, that's could, back in I the could... days where DOS was painful, and if you even
1: went anywhere near Linux, you wanted to kill yourself. I I don't know. Uh, look, I reckon. I reckon between the two of us, we could probably. Like, draft up the original, like, autoexec.bat file between our, like, memories. I, I, I still know how to write
0: batch stuff. I no, still have batch files one. on my computer that do stuff. But, yeah, autoexec.bat. Mm,
1: I do have a DOS, like, uh, virtual disk somewhere. somewhere. No, no, but what I'm saying is that we're so nerdy that we could probably actually remember all of the commands that we in that file. Yeah, not that they're useful. Unfortunately, in
0: I do remember that I used yeah. DOS equals high a lot in config.sys. anyway. Anyway, we're getting <laughs> yes. we're getting into we're getting into serious <laughs> serious nerd territory now. So I'm gonna get back to my last news thing. Um, in a, <laughs> <nerds>! um Okay. <laughs> what what
1: the hell was that? Nothing. What were you doing? <laughs> I. I found a, a uh, trailer for the Disney Afternoon Collection, which is a oh. bunch of 8-bit Disney games that have been released for uh, right for everything. Get, and they get look, they look. Get the great.
0: DuckTales game. The DuckTales game was fantastic. Yeah, man. This yeah. is them. Have a look. Have no, a look. I, I can't have a look. We're on opposite sides of the city.
1: <laughs> I'm They're not 20 a look. Bucks I'm not Chippendale Chip Rescue Rangers, Chippendale Rescue Rangers 2, Darkwing Duck, DuckTales, DuckTales 2, and Tailspin. They're the old 8-bit you know, eight-bit, eight-bit games. I, had the, I think it's I the, had the Chip
0: and I had the Chippendales Rescue Rangers song stuck in my head earlier today. I was in the car going, sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks. And I had my window <laughs> down, which was a big mistake when I was driving through Sherwood. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, people looking at me saying they want to kill me. Was great. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Uh, last little bit of news, not gaming related, but I thought you might like it. Uh, the trailer for Super Troopers Two finally dropped. Oh,
1: God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only we are old enough to remember when the first one came Ugh. out.
1: Yeah, terrible. It was terrible a great movie. Game.
0: It was a fantastic
1: movie. Uh, so, movie, I mean. Yeah, it was amazing. Um. All right, shall we push on to reviews? We shall. Um, now, because <clears throat> I think, I think we, we, it's a relatively short show this time. Yeah, no, it's not short. It's compressed. Yeah. It's, yeah.
0: Like, it's like,
1: yeah. Yeah. All right, would you like me to go first or do you want to do yours? I'm still thinking of
0: the best analogy for how compressed the show is. Oh, it's like Terry Crews got the show and crushed it while eating an energy bar. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We should get him on the first. show. Anyway. <laughs> you can go you go first and then I'll go second because mine
1: has a mine has a little bit of a story around it. So all right. So um I if you go to in fact, you know what? Pause the show right well, actually not right now. Don't pause it yet. I'm not listening to what I have show. to say. I can't first. do that anymore. Don't, I can't do not, that anymore. I don't do that anymore. Not, it's too hard. Not you, motherfucker. The people who are listening to this get to this podcast. Well that's right? good. That's saying, a lot easier. Don't okay. Well, you've interrupted me, so they've probably paused the show. So we've lost them.
0: No, don't tell them to. Good show job. That, See, you
1: did it. You you were on the show. You said pause the show, and they all went no, and did it. And now, they'll yeah, never and then know you interrupted happened. me. Then you interrupted me while I was trying to say, don't pause the show yet. Listen to what I have to say first. Then pause <laughs> it. Go do the thing, and well, then come back. Well, listener, if you're still there, there's no listeners there. They're gone. They or pause It's your fault. Anyway, <laughs> okay. what did you want him to do? Okay. Where Did you want him to go? You told him to right. go somewhere. Go, go and check out com. All right? And there are two uh two sets of games there, or uh, two sets of bundles. One's the spooky bundle. Um yeah, you know, there's not like there's nothing in there that's really amazing. Um I wouldn't worry too much about the spooky horror bundle. Um, although, in saying that, it's just me because I watched all the trailers and I'm like, I, I don't want to play any of these games because <laughs> wow. I'm a, a pansy. But, there is a... J- go into the Jumble Bundle 9 and The get, Jumble Bundle. Yeah. The Maybe Humble Bundle I mean,
0: Jumble Bundle.
1: Yeah. Um, this is look, I didn't, territory. I, yeah. I didn't worry too much about getting... um. Uh, The $10 or more to get American Truck Simulator. Like, I was cool without that one. Uh, But... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But, yeah. Um, But there's six games in there. And uh, I've played five of the six. And, oh, fuck me. They're fantastic.
0: Humblebubble always gets some
1: really good games. Well, no, they don't. No, Um, they're
0: usually better than the, the... Okay. Adult Swim. Okay, that pack was terrible.
1: Yeah. I said usually. Okay. I said usually. All right. So, let's start with The Flame and the Flood. Now, you've you've played this one as well, I believe. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a fun-ass game. A lot of fun. So, um, uh, I, I, and I don't think any of these games are new. I think they're all No, no, no they're not. Old. That's all right. It's always good to review yeah. games because sometimes people miss things and then they get forgotten in history. So, anyone that hasn't played them. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that okay so, so let's start with the flame and the flood so the uh, the storyline well there's not really a storyline exactly but you're basically you're a young girl and your dog and you're exploring so the idea is that you go from uh, effectively island to island um, and you scavenge resources uh, you encounter animals etc that attack you and you get afflicted with different things and you have four uh, meters that uh, tell you how healthy you are, how hungry you are, um, how tired you are, and how thirsty you are. And you have to monitor them all. So, if you get thirsty, you've got to find water. If you get hungry, you've got to find food, so on okay. and so forth. And you play it until you die. Now, the interesting thing about this game is what it reminded me of is a life. cross between- It's life. <laughs> well, it's <literally laughs> life. It's, it, it is life. Um, <laughs> but it actually reminded me a lot of a cross between Death Road to Canada- um, and, oh, it's fallen out of my brain. Um, what's the, what's the horror game that we played? Um, Doom. With like the, ra- with like the radio? Doom. Oh. No, you know. Oxen Free. Um, Oxen Free. It yeah. actually, it felt like Oxen Free. It felt like Oxen Free, but it played like Death Road to Canada. Yeah. Now so you're
0: making me want to go back and play it again. That is
1: a pretty, that's a good summary, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's I a can fun see game. Yeah. I, um, uh, it was a little bit glitchy on my computer but i think that was my computer not the game um so the, some of the noise like the, the the sound effects were a bit off but hmm. you know i've been ha- i've been having issues with my computer so i think it might have been that um but uh what i what i really loved was was the audio like as you're rafting down the river um, oh it was beautiful wasn't it it just starts randomly like playing fantastic music yeah um yeah so i i i i am definitely going to keep playing this game it um like i'm not super into those like puzzly kind of games that no, I think really that, what they've the got going for them is what it looks like game, but yeah
0: the atmosphere in that game is amazing mm.
1: oh it's fantastic yeah and it's hard like really
0: hard yeah i can't remember if i finished it or not
1: i really yeah, enjoyed I, it but i can't remember if i finished it well there's, there's two modes there's a campaign and then there's endless mode so like, you can just keep going 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 Endless, is, um, yeah, keep going
0: until you die.
1: Yeah, so uh, I would give that easily five out of five now, without a doubt.
0: That's a nice one.
1: Uh, second one is Infested Planet. Um, Infested Planet was by far one of the most fun games and simple games I've played in ages. Um, do you remember this one? Have you played? <coughs> I'm just having a look at it because it rings a bell. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. one is fun. That one's awesome. So in this one, you are. Uh, uh, effectively attacking... Uh, I don't know. How the hell do you... How do you, how do you describe this one? You're, it's a top-down... It, top it's tactical, a top-down mm-hmm. kind of spacey
0: flight game in an environment of... Cell-like. Sort of. Like... Yeah, yeah, okay. It's like a
1: top-down... It's a top Like, imagine um, uh, like a Command & Conquer type view. So, you can select units and move them around. But you've effectively got just dozens of not hundreds of these little alien dudes that are constantly swarming towards you. And you can pick up different buffs um, to, to kill them better. You can, like, pick up, you know, shotguns and, um, you know, launch rockets and all sorts of stuff. And, and as you go along, you, you, you upgrade more and more. And each time you take a checkpoint, you get a certain amount of currency, which then allows you to buy more units. Hmm. Um, and it's very, very strategic. And it's just a tremendous amount of fun. Um, I've only played the, the campaign so far, but uh, I, I, you could see how it would just be oh, crazy fun at like a LAN, for oh, example, yeah, where you had yeah. a group of people. We have to tell viewers
0: because there's some that don't know what LANs are. We'll cover that next week. Oh, that's week. right. We'll, we'll, yeah, tell we'll tell you do another what show. Because, yeah, we're old men now, and there are some mm. people that don't know what a LAN party is. But
1: the interesting <sighs> thing about Infested Planet was it was ridiculously fast. Like oh like yeah, it, yeah. Like you could probably you could probably play that on a mobile. That's yeah. that's the the level of computing power I think that you need. <clears> that, that's actually I like it when they do that because it means it's
0: open to everyone, no matter how crappy your computer. Come in and play. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, what would so, you give
1: it? So I would give it. Um, I don't know. I'm a bit hesitant because I want to play it more. Um, I'm going to give it. Four out of five. Now, give it a for the tentative moment. four, and then it's tentative four, and I'll confirm that next week. Um, third game. Uh, third game is human fall flat.
0: Um, oh, that one, it,
1: yeah. It's a, what a weird game. But <laughs> how would you
0: describe <laughs> that genre, man? Because I've got nothing. <laughs> well, it's a
1: puzzler. Um. Okay that was a so <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay so effectively you are a I want to say it's like you're a failed uh 3D animation model and you just kind of flubber around there's no texture to you um it's imagine a body that has no um no bones in it. Yeah. And you just kind of flubber around and you have to um, press buttons at the same time or climb up things very awkwardly um, and solve little room-based puzzles. But it looks like it's been made by a uni student, really. Like, because it's, it's very basic, but it's actually quite challenging. And the voiceover is fantastic. Um, so, whoever they got to do the voice acting is just spot on. Because if it didn't have that, you'd be like, eh, nah, mm, okay. But because they've, they've got the added uh, voiceover and a really nice soundtrack, uh, yeah. it just- um, This is yeah, what I try and hammer into people with, with our, our organization. Good voice
0: acting and good soundtrack can make so much difference. Mm. So much difference.
1: Um, I, and I would, I would easily give that four out of five nap hugs. Um, It is definitely worth playing. Um, it is very challenging. Very challenging, but definitely worth playing. Um nice. fourth game was Verdun. So uh or technically. Oh yeah, it's like Verdun. the war the war war game in the war. Yeah. So World War One uh look, I don't even necessarily want to say first person shooter. I mean it is, but to me it felt almost like a World War One uh simulator. Um so Everything about this game is is really well done, like really well done. uh they've they've got like uh, radios that you walk past that are like playing music from you know the 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 nineteen tens mm. ish, <clears throat> um, you know, uh, and it's just it's spot on. I didn't get a chance to play it too much, um, and I had no idea what the hell was going on. I they're weird game modes. It's not like you're running around chasing each other, killing each other. You like you defend to a certain point and then it's like, and then it suddenly flashes up. Oh, it's time to advance on the front. I'm like, oh, okay. Let, let's let go. It must be some uh, kind of <laughs> trigger that happens in the background that you're not aware I of. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. It keeps so. you on your toes. So, um, I think we should uh play that more. So, I'm not actually going to give that a score, but I think <gasps> you and I should play that between now and uh next week. Okay, that's Verdun. Yeah. Verdun. 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 And f- and finally, there is Samarost 3. I, I, what? Have you played yeah. Samorost 1 or 2? No. So, what? I don't even know if there is a Samarost 1 or 2, but <laughs> Samorost 3 is one of the weirdest games I've ever played. Um, so, I think from memory, it's made by the same people who made uh, Machinarium. Yeah. Um, it is bizarre. Uh and like it starts off being very weird. It's it's Machinarium was gorgeous. It was amazing, but it was bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, it's a gorgeous game. Um, like absolutely beautiful. And it's an exploration puzzle game, effectively. So the kind of ones where you have to move things around. Um, but the very first thing you can find is a book, and you open up the book and it there's no words in it, it's just pictures, but it seems to tell the story of a a giant octopus that Attacks a planet. I give, give you
0: one tip and for all of those games. You have to laterally think the shit out of your brain.
1: Oh yeah, it is oh, very yeah. very
0: yeah. It's very very good though.
1: There was a Samorost one. There was a Samorost two. So that's potentially I'm missing something. Um, but, uh, yeah. So from what I can tell, the giant octopus attacks a planet. So some dudes who are driving around in spaceships build a robot. Um, then they play music into a stone. Which then somehow brings the robot to life. Well, I guarantee goes all, all these all those them. developers they're on they're on so much acid,
0: they are dropping so much acid. But it's amazing because the games are like the games like one of those dreams where you wake up and go I don't know if I just had a nightmare or a really good dream. I yeah, had something. now it
1: it looks absolutely incredible. Um, the artwork is in it like every single scene is the kind of thing that you might have hanging on your wall. Um, it's just amazing. Um, and I, I'm nowhere near playing through it because I'm, I'm just crap at these games, so I'm going to have to spend a fair amount of time getting my head around it. <laughs> Looking up walkthroughs and bashing your head into the wall. Oh, exactly, exactly. How much would you give it? Um, look, I would easily give it five out of five. Um, it is fantastic in every way. Um, now, normally it's 20 bucks on Steam, but for the $5 and what is it, one cent? You can get it on Humble Bundle with all the other games. Go and buy it. Like it has been a while since uh, I think I've seen a Humble Bundle this good. Because yeah. every game, every game in it is just a lot of fun. Except for American
0: um, Truck Simulator. Unless you, unless you're going to wake up one day well, and you're going to go, you know what? I really feel like driving an American truck today, but now I can't.
1: Yeah, i i I think I'll, I'll I think be I'll guilt. be all right. You know, I'll get you to. Um,
0: we should force each other to review a game that just looks like we'd hate. <laughs>
1: One week. Oh wait, yeah. we've already done that. We should do that again sometime. Uh, and there is a there is another game in there which is again, Warhammer End no, Time. No, no. Don't times review vermitide. anymore. Don't review anymore because no, you've done five. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I haven't played it. Oh. So, um, apparently it's a cooperative survival game for four players. But so it's every single game that's on the PS4 market. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know what kind of game it is. I know nothing about it. But the Warhammer games, I always oh, thought yeah, they yeah, were yeah. Some, some of the Warhammer, Warhammer games, are games are really, but-
0: really good. Um, some of them were. But- Naple will NAPL tell you which ones were really good. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that they, I don't think it's that kind of game. You don't um, even know what type of game it is, so how can you say it's not that kind of game? Because you don't know what kind well, of game, what the type of game that you're talking about is, or what kind of game it is.
1: Well, because <laughs> those games are not are not are not survival; they're not survival-based games. Well, I don't know um, what they are. but 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 I, but I can tell you that it's currently thirty dollars on uh, Steam. So so if you want whatever games it is cheap, alone, you could get it cheaper
0: there. Plus, yeah, charity, yeah. charity, good, exactly, <clears throat> charity, good. Australian government taxation system, bad. There you go. Just trying, Easy. I'm just,
1: to, I'm just trying to find like a gameplay. Oh, well, okay, right. Well, I'm yeah. going to do
0: my reviews now because mm. um, <laughs> just, while you're looking for gameplay videos of something you don't want to review. Um, okay, okay. That's true. I got a couple things. Um, things. Uh, one of them... Okay, what I set out to do this week, right, was to do a, do a review of a game that uh, I can't remember if you've played. Uh, a couple of my friends have played to death to death, there you go. To death. Mm-hmm. And uh, highly recommended to me, but I never got a chance to play because I didn't have the time, and that was Rimworld, and you have to have heard of that game.
1: Uh Rimworld or Ring World? Rim World. Rim as in oh, yeah, Rimmer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 of course. Um, yeah. 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 Old, so, old
0: classic. It's not an old classic. It came out like two years ago. It came out like five years ago. Really? I thought it was more recent than that.
1: Yeah. No. Well, it, in any.
0: Oh wow! Four was, years ago, fourth November two thousand thirteen. You're right, but that's when it went into early access. Anyway, I finally decided to play it, and it it disappeared and got um lost. A while now, the reason I'm leading in with this is I am going to do a little bit of review on that the game's way too big to do a proper review. It's good. Play it. It's it's. I don't know. It's it's Firefly meets every other type of genre that I wanted it to be. It's a good game. Um, <clears throat> So, okay. Before that game, right? Way, 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 way back. I think 2004. There was a precursor to this. There's a precursor to that game and games like, I don't know if you've played Nomoria, um, which is a fucking punishing little manage your gnomes game build like an empire sort of thing. I um, I don't think so, no. And there's a couple of these, but the, the game's been around for quite a while and I hadn't ever played it. I have played it now. It It has... I'm not going to call it a lear- steep learning curve. I'm going to call it a brick wall that you have to climb. That's the learning curve. Okay. Now, this was a game called Dwarf Fortress. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. you'd have to be aware of. It's an ASCII graphics-based everything simulator. Now, it started off as a game. It's written by one guy as well, by the way. It um, started off yeah. this game with ASCII graphics with one guy to simulate a world and you had these little dwarves and you managed a kingdom and you controlled stuff. So, it's, you know, a big simulator you can send them off on missions and all kinds of different things, right? And it grew over the course of, well, from then to now, um, to the point where it simulated things to such a small degree that it was insane like each individual dwarf has like they can say you can in, they can injure themselves but they can get like a scratched eye and the blood that is on that eye can like drip onto the ground and then end up on another guy's boot and because it's on his boot he slips and then he hits something which could, it's ridiculous it's insanely complicated um right right so in doing my research for the background of what inspired Rimworld, which one of them was Dwarf Fortress, I came across a really interesting story, which is going... This is a good place to inject it into the um, thing. And it is it is my favorite example of emergent behavior. Um, the Oblivion ones were my previous favorite, with the horse that caught fire and set fire to all the villages, but I think this one's better. Okay, so in one of the updates, right? I think it was maybe two or three years ago. Uh, the developer released an update, and essentially all this update did was added caverns to the game. That was it. Right. That's all it did. Um, now, before that, he had a whole bunch of there's animals, there's um, livestock, there's all these things. And the guy who wrote the game is a big cat fan, so cats were heavily featured in the game. There's lots of cats that you know wander around the towns and hunt mice and all kinds of stuff. Um, so he released this patch, and then a couple of days later, he's reading through the bug reports that were coming in from players, and he saw one that stood out, and it said, "I think the title of it was Dead Cats Everywhere." He's like, what the hell? And the guy said, um, I keep on finding dead cats covered in vomit everywhere. And he's like, this is a bit strange. And then more and more reports of the same came- thing came in with players going, I keep on finding dead cats everywhere. And they're they're dead and covered in vomit and like basically lying in a pile of vomit on the ground. And he's like, what the fuck? So th- th- there are only a couple things that can cause... Um, anything in the game, any creature, entity, or living being to die and possibly vomit, right? The first one is snake venom. That can do it, but it doesn't make sense because he hasn't done any updates to that. So, while these dead cats are turning up, there's no more snakes. There's nothing of that ilk. The other one can only happen to dwarves, and that's when dwarves drink so much that they throw up and die. So, right. Only affects the dwarves. Now, this is the key thing. So, he started looking into the source and trying to work it out, and he eventually got save games from all of the players, and he worked out what was happening. And this just shows how deep the simulation in this game is. And okay, so, this is what happened. He introduced taverns. So, in taverns, dwarves can go in and have a drink. Now, there was a system in the game, as I said before, uh, where, you know, dwarves can get like muddy. So they get mud on their arm and mud on the stuff and it doesn't go leave them until they shower at the end of the day. That's how dwarves clean off or else the gunk just stays on them and builds up and then they stink and people don't go near them and all that kind of stuff. It has all these other effects. All the creatures in the games yeah. have this. Now, the simulation is so detailed, it goes right down the level of something like the the dwarf's eye and they put in a function so if the dwarf got Uh, Mud on his eye, blinking would remove the blood, would remove the mud, right? So he didn't have to go home and shower to get the mud off his eyeball, so he could still see. Way back four or five years ago, he thought this is a really good idea for cats. He says because cats clean themselves, so I'll basically make the cat kind of like the eyelids so the cats are self cleaning, so they can maintain and be you know clean all the time. So what was happening was this: in taverns, dwarfs were going in and getting drunk. Then players were saying to the dwarves, oh, you need to, now need to go and do this. The game's behavior when you tell a dwarf to do that, they quite literally drop everything and go and do it. So, they were dropping bottles of ale and jugs of beer onto the floor of the taverns. The cleaners would come and they'd clean up all of the jugs, but they wouldn't clean the floor of the tavern. The cats would walk through the tavern, get covered in alcohol, and then go outside and lick themselves to clean it off. But because of the way the the, the game worked, the cats, every time they licked, the cat would soak up essentially the sum total of all of the drinks that had been spilled on the floor. So, each cat, every time it licked itself, was ingesting like 300 ales. Thus, the cat would throw up and then die in the space of about a quarter of a second. So, that right there right. is a fantastic example of really well-done simulation, but bizarre emergent behavior. I thought you'd enjoy that you... story.
1: I did. De- yeah. Okay. <laughs> I Does feel like wish- I should know more about this game that I actually do. It's,
0: it is. So, I started going and looking at it, and I've installed it and played it. It, it. Like I said, it's ASCII graphics, but you can now get add-ons that allow you to view it in an uh, isometric SimCity 2000-style uh, view. Um, right. Which makes it to me a little bit—it's easier to play, uh, but oh my god, yeah, very, very, very steep learning curve. So after going and playing that, I went back to RimWorld, which I initially thought had a steep learning curve, but no longer does to me because nothing has a steep learning curve after <laughs> Dwarf Fortress. Um, I may do a review on Dwarf Fortress later on. There's tons out there. I don't feel I need to, or do I need? Nor do I need to put in the six months to learn the mechanics of the game. But wow, it is—it is in depth. So anyway. Rimworld, yeah, was inspired by that. So yeah, you're on a planet out in the out in the middle of ah, fuck knows where, somewhere, and you can do all the normal things you can do in a simulation game like Minecraft. You have all of these uh, essentially villages, which are, are colonists, right? And you can mine, yeah. you can chop down trees, you can uh, you can you know, harvest plants, you can zone areas. It reminded me a bit of um, I think it came after it Prison Prison Architect, where you can like it's top down. You can build walls, mm. you can put floors in them, you can put bedding and stuff like that, all based on materials that you get from the world. Uh, you'd like this game a yeah. lot if you haven't played right, it right, right, Um I, I haven't, I haven't, but um, I want to. Oh, you'd really love this one. So you go, you cut down trees, you mine, or you get that, you make steel and stuff, and you build uh, zones to keep stuff in. Now, it's not as in-depth in as Dwarf Fortress, but... There are elements in which it comes close, every single character and animal, including my cat, which spawned with me, called Wade, that you can limit to like the starter starting area and define it uh everything has an age, everything has habits, everything has different foods that they like, different temperance temperaments, different tolerances to temperature and things that are that you know happen around them, different allergies. It keeps a log of everything they've ever done. So, time spent eating, time spent walking, time spent falling over, time spent tripping, time spent injured, freaking everything. Uh, It is insanely in-depth, but you don't need to do anything with that level of depth if you don't want to. That's what I like about it. You can just ignore that and play the game from a surface level, or you can go really, really deep in it and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, Now, I've probably only played it for a couple hours so far. Um, It is surprisingly easy to get into, when you realize that the interface isn't as dawning as it looks. When you first go in, there is a huge row of buttons from left to right at the bottom and every button pops up something. The first one pops up a whole bunch of menus like orders, build furniture, uh, create zoning areas, stuff like that. And your villagers all do. You basically zone it and they'll go and do it when they get around to it or they'll do what their role is like a uh, space base or uh, dungeon keeper. So yep, yep, yep. I like that. You can kind of like issue orders and then, then walk off. Um, unless you get raided like by pirates and all killed like I did in my first game. But um, yeah, after you probably get about 15, 20 minutes in, you you pick it up a lot quicker than it feels like you're going to. Um, the reason I wanted to do this review was anyone that's play- that started to play that game gone in and gone, whoa, 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 this like it's, it's no, no, it looks too hard. It's actually not. Because I get put off by games that are very, very intricate. I appreciate them, but I can't play them. Because I haven't got the patience yeah. or time to kind of get into them. This it one, does look. It does look difficult. It it looks difficult. It's it's really not. You've got that layer there. If you want to go down to that level and mess with individual, um, specs and stats and and what this person likes and what their specialties are, you can do that. But you don't have to. Um, And that's what I actually really like about it. You can just go, I'll build this, I'll zone this, I'll do this, and I'll mine this and then do this. And you guys go over there. I thought this would actually be very much you kind of game because it reminds me of what you did in Starbound. Um, Hmm. And uh, yeah. So, (coughs) and the music is great. It's really relaxing and the sounds are awesome. Like when it gets to nighttime, you've got, you know, crickets and the night air, Um, little touches. Like if you zoom all the way out, you get the high altitude wind. Kind of slight howling in the background it's it's very cool mm, like nice. I said, it's been around a while i've never had chance to play to review it glad i did um it's headed to a five out of five because it's found a balance with games that have complexity but are easy to get into which i've not encountered before yeah right so good on them um now my final little game it's just a little, little tiny one uh, is a mobile game I played. I want to review this because it's coming out on PC soon with a lot of advancements and it's by Rocket Cat who did Death Road to Canada because um, I follow Rocket Cat on Facebook and uh, annoyingly message them a lot about release dates and stuff. So this game's called Wayward Souls and it's a mobile game. Now, um, you'd like this. It is a fantasy, top-down, sort of dungeon-crawling RPG. So... Wayward Souls. Yep. Uh, I would say... I've only played it for a little bit. In terms of a mobile game, it feels like a PC game. It's... It is a lot more... It's not like it's complicated or anything like that. It's just... It's very nuanced and well done. And there's a story... And there's there's like a, a story unfolds as you play through it, and you've got characters that actually talk to each other, and NPCs that you can talk to that reveal different parts of the story. It honestly felt like kind of a Diablo 2 esque, but different different graphics. You've got you know mana and powers and um, different skills depending on which class you go, and you can put points into different yep. things and build them up. It, it's it's quite good. I think it was about five bucks or something. It's not, or it might even be ten. It was not the cheapest game, but I got it because I kept I keep following their page and seeing what they're doing with the PC version. When I should check it out. Um, I feel even though it, that's on the very much the higher end of what a mobile game costs, oh, I can yeah. see why a lot of work went into that game. Um,
1: yeah, but eleven dollars for a mobile game like that's mm. gone up. Um, but yeah. on
0: Steam, the Steam release that's coming out has all the stuff in the mobile game except a lot more. So hang on to the Steam release. Um because I think it will play very, very well as a PC game and will be very in depth and should be around the same price. Yeah. But okay. uh it's good. I'm probably about an hour, hour and a bit into it. Um I'll give it I'll give it four out of five because I haven't finished it yet, thus I don't know how long it is. Uh and I can't rate it on d length and depth of experience if I don't know how long it is. I could be yeah, it an looks, eight to the way in.
1: Yeah, just just having a look at the uh, the just, just like the 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 preview video on the mobile in the app store. Um it looks it looks good. But I'm just the thing is I'm just thinking about the amount of time that I generally spend on most mobile games. That is, that's the
0: thing that I think is a key. That's why coming to PC or Steam you're more likely yeah. to sit down for an hour and play a PC game than to spend an hour playing a mobile game. Depending Absolutely. Depending on who you are. Depending on who you are. Some people will, will really love that. So I think it actually fits a niche in society that wasn't filled. I say society. Mm. I mean gamers. You know what I mean. By the yeah, way, yeah. check your Facebook's Facebook timeline right now. Yeah, I saw it.
1: Diabetes. <laughs> That's fantastic.
0: Isn't it amazing? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, Alright, so we should probably wrap up for the week. <laughs> um,
0: I've got one more piece of news to drop right at the end. Oh, I yep, just, yep, yep. just found it while I was looking at the EB Expo. Um, now, I think we announced previously at EB Expo this year, Regurgitator are performing their album unit, their best album, um, yeah. which makes me very excited because I love uh, Regurgitator. Um, they're also joined by Art vs. Science, uh, which is another great band, and 7-Bit Hero. Another great thing, so that'll actually be an amazing gig, but some of the other things that are going on at EB Expo this year, um there's a play before release of Super Mario Odyssey, so we'll do that and record it, well not visually, but we'll talk about it for the uh for the podcast. Um oh, yeah. there is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer 20 years of slaying fan party. Really? So it's essentially an EB Expo Pajama and cosplay party where they play a whole bunch of episodes, including and this made me cringe a little bit a sing along of the musical episode. It only made me cringe <laughs> because I really like that episode and I don't want it ruined by people <laughs> that can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they've got trivia, they've got uh trivia competitions going on, they're giving stuff away, they're doing a whole bunch of stuff, so that's going on. Yeah, know, during EBX, this is a lot going on at that EB Expo. Maybe we should rent, like, yeah. a um an apartment down there and just go for birthdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now let's... Yeah, we, we could do that. We could. Yeah, how do I get, um, get, like, a weekend pass? I don't know. I can't do okay, it. Yeah, we're, we're working out later. And what? this is what Airbnb was made for. Oh. No, Airbnb is... No. Well... No. Airbnb is the best thing ever. Airbnb is a great way to get raped. <laughs> it's just terrible. What are you talking about? It's horrible. Okay, I, I have now I, okay. I think you trust people a lot more than I trust people. Here's my here's my reasoning for this. One, Airbnb. Two, Uber. Both of these things actually yeah. scare the crap out of me because it's like, I don't know you, I don't want to get in your car. And, and but Airbnb is getting basically, a taxi. I don't, you, no, you, I don't want to stay in your house. You're not a proper...
1: But you know they're not there. What's not there? Airbnb, they're not there. I know they're not there. <coughs>
0: but how do you know <laughs> you they're not there? How do you know they haven't got a secret dungeon room and they're filming you doing what you do at 2am? Because they've got quite
1: a good rating on Airbnb. <laughs> Yeah, that, just, that doesn't mean anything. That just means nobody's found the bodies. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, any, anyway, anyway, you are can be a pansy if you're like, I'm not going to pay full price for a hotel if I can pay a fraction of that Airbnb. Well,
0: I'm actually going to save up and get a nice hotel with, like, included room service and, like, a buffet breakfast because that is how I fucking roll when I go to things.
1: And, and I'll uh, go stay
0: in a mansion for the same price. Actually, <laughs> okay, no 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 no. No no no. Um I I actually know a guy on the Gold Coast who owns a mansion. He might be away. I might we might be able to stay yeah. there.
1: Yeah, fuck it. Let's just go stay with Let's just go stay in his place. Um I I will and legit he, check that. <laughs> and then when he murders us, I'll be very angry
0: at you. <laughs> I've known him for about 30 years. I doubt he would murder me. I've done well, I've done far worse things to stuff that he's owned that he hasn't murdered before, so...
1: You know what? People who have been murdered are probably like, oh, I don't think that person's going to murder me, and then they murdered them.
0: I can actually pretty much guarantee that everyone has ever been <laughs> murdered has probably had that thought process. I think the last yeah. thing that you generally think when you're getting murdered is, wow, I didn't expect I'd be getting murdered right now. <laughs> The yeah, probably The percentage of quite. people that are like, well, I yeah. saw this coming is
1: got to be fairly low. Yeah. Anyway, um, jo- join everyone. us next
0: week for an evening of murder.
1: Yes. And don't forget to go to our Patreon. Oh, Support yeah. Us go in to any Patreon. way that you can. Pa- patronize us. Patreon.dysonpixels.com. <laughs> Dice-
0: That's right. And subscribe, and we'll give you a free cookie.
1: <laughs> no, we won't.
0: I will. We won't give you anything. If you subscribe, I'll give you a cookie. If no, if, if I go no. to an event and you're there and you're subscribing, I will give you a cookie.
1: Now you have to carry around cookies everywhere that we go. I already carry um, around cookies everywhere that I go. <laughs> it's fine. So, no, we won't give you anything. It just makes it easier for us to, uh, you know... <laughs> to this podcast. Oh my God. I'm still looking at that picture I posted on Facebook so we have to go. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> GG everyone. GG bye.